Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, all one word. If you step across this line, I'm going to shoot you. You stepped across the line. You're completely at fault because you shot first. So I've been thinking about Abraham Lincoln more. I did a podcast about uh, George Washington versus Abraham Lincoln. In my opinion, Washington was better. You can go listen to that if you want. But it made me think more about Lincoln and more about like what was going on before he was elected and then, you know, and then the start of the Civil War. So I kind of was looking some stuff up. So I should know this part better. But anyways, like the president before Lincoln, I think he's considered like the worst president in history. And I think the one before that is considered a real bad one. I think like, if, you know, the, the few presidents leading up to Lincoln are considered by historians to be terrible presidents. Now, historians are like something like 90%, you know, vote Democrat uh, versus 10% Republican. Basically, historians, it's the same thing as every other, uh, anything besides the hard sciences in uh, universities. Uh, they're woke as hell. And so historians are no different. And so, you know, if you're woke, what do you care about? You care about... Uh, Slavery, I think, if you're talking about history, you care about black people, and then if you care about black people, what do you really care about? Slavery. So I think they just they just give like poor marks for any president who didn't end slavery, and then uh, Lincoln was the guy who was there when it did end, and so they give him the highest marks of all. And it's basically the person at the very top of the list, and then the like the people at the very bottom of the list. I think even below Trump. And so I've been trying to, uh, whatever, I've been trying to figure out my feelings about Lincoln a little bit more as I learned a little bit more about him. So, so here's some things that were going on when Lincoln was, I guess, running for president and then got elected. I think the southern states, they said, if Lincoln is elected, we are going to secede. We are going to leave the Union. And Lincoln, you know, he was aware of that. I think everyone was kind of aware or, I don't know about everyone. I don't know if all the voters were aware of it. But, you know, if you read the newspapers, you were aware of this, I believe. So, you know, Lincoln didn't run. He didn't, like, give speeches like, vote for me and the South will secede and then we're going to do who knows what. I think he, uh, whatever, he, oh, he ran on, I'm going to keep the Union together. That was how he put it. So he could have, whatever, I mean, he could have said, you know what? You can keep your slavery. I think it wasn't, like, no one was trying to get rid of slavery at that point. I think it was whether or not, um, I don't know, Arizona, New Mexico, or whatever. Anyways, whether or not more states that came into the Union could be slave states. Or maybe had to be slave states, or if they're below the Mason-Dixon line. I'm not sure about that part. But basically, you know, the slave states are like, we're about to be a minority, and they're about to outlaw slavery, and we don't like that. And, you know, and Lincoln being elected, that's the last straw. That's what we know they're going to do it. And so we're going to secede. And so here's the kind of, well, one of the funny parts is, so Lincoln knew they were going to secede. And he didn't say, like, uh, I'm going to start a civil war. You know, he, he would say other stuff. We're going to keep the, we're going to keep the union together. But he didn't say, I'm going to do it with a big ass civil war with, you know, tons of Americans getting killed. No one, in fact, neither side, both sides thought that they'd have a little civil war be over in a week. That's what they always think about wars. But basically, Lincoln knew, okay, I'll get elected, they secede, and then we have a civil war. Like, he was going in there 
to have a civil war. I think he must have known it. He had to have known it. It was just obvious. And then there's that saying, uh, the war of northern aggression, which is what the South sometimes called it. I don't know. I think you're considered racist if you say that now. And I always thought that was a uh, total BS. But then I looked up. You're like, you know, what did, you know, what was exactly, what was the first shot? How exactly did that go down? And it happened at Fort Sumter. I never knew what state that was in. That's in South Carolina. So South Carolina is like, we're leaving. In the middle of their state was a, you know, army fort. And so Lincoln sent in um, supplies and reinforcements, or at least supplies, uh, to Fort Sumter. And he knew that if he did that, that South Carolina would fire at those people. So if you go online and be like, uh, you know, who's at fault or who started it? Uh, they're all like, the South is evil. You know, everyone's like, the South is evil. So they all say that the South started it. So I don't know. You know, that, that's a question. If you, if you send a person, you know, behind enemy lines, basically, and you know for a fact that they will get shot because it's behind enemy lines, uh, is it the enemy's fault or is it your fault? I mean, the answer was Lincoln got those guys shot at on purpose to start the war. All right, so now there's two things that are a little weird about this, like, like, you know, like, say, say Lincoln was like, I'm going to stop slavery and I'm going to start a war and we're going to stop slavery. Then I think in my opinion, my opinion of Lincoln would be much, much higher. That's not what he did, though. I don't, it's not clear that he was, he was doing any of this to stop slavery. Like that would have been a good motivating factor. He just kind of had like a general, the union is good, uh, thing anyways which doesn't sound like a good reason that does not sound like a good reason for me uh if you were trying to stop slavery straight out then that would be a good reason but that wasn't the reason he had a he had the chance of having a great reason he did not take it he chose some other wishy-washy reason and the other thing you know this is i mean this is like you know iraq vietnam uh every war ever both sides thought that they would win you know it would just be a couple weeks and they would win and then instead it turned into a thing that lasted for years and just killed tons of people. So, anyways, Lincoln, Lincoln's like, oh, this will be easy. You know, I don't know if he would have, who knows what he would have done uh, and how he would have done it if he'd known that he was about, America was about to have the bloodiest, you know, war as far as American blood goes uh, ever. Probably would have thought twice or done something a little, you know, maybe a little more diplomacy instead of just sending people in to get shot and let's get it on. And the other thing I wonder about is wars are almost always started by old, rich men, and then they're fought by young, poor men. And so, you know, you know, why do we have wars? Like, you know, you know, some uh, yokel, you know, some man with three kids living in, in Ohio on a farm back in 1861, uh, he may have never even met a black person in his life. He probably didn't care about anything other than feeding his three kids. But anyways, over in, over in the White House and uh, Congress, they're like, oh, just send them to war. Who cares? And so because of that dynamic, basically, you know, people go to war over money, money and power. And so this part I don't know that much about, but basically it must have been the, uh, the rich and the powerful in the North they wanted to keep the South, you know? They could have let the South go. Like, Lincoln could have been like, oh, you secede? 
fine, you can leave. I mean, you know, he didn't run on that, but he could have been like, you know what, I don't want to kill millions of Americans. You can go. But that's not what he did, and that's not what the rich and powerful people wanted, and they're like, I am willing to send young men to get killed to, uh, for what reason? Oh, because you really believe in the Union, or later on, because you really believe in ending slavery, or was it really just because somehow your money depended on it? And I'll say the South, they thought that, um, Britain and France, that was who was powerful at the time in Europe, they thought that those guys really wanted the South's cotton. So that was why they were like, yeah, let's secede now. Uh, Europe will back us up. Uh, we can create our own little country here. And they were wrong. No one backed them up. Uh, it turned out that Britain and France had been stockpiling cotton. Like they just had warehouses full of the stuff getting ready in case there was ever a problem there. And then uh, Egypt and India was also growing cotton at the time. So they're just like, ah, good luck, South. And also, Britain's banks had all their money in um, railroads in America. Basically, the North. You know, the North was starting to have railroads and factories, and so the banks had their money there. And so, who wins when it's the textile industry versus the banking industry? Uh, I think the banking knows the politicians. They win there. So, that was why Britain didn't jump in. And apparently, France was, France kind of wanted to jump in, but they weren't going to do it without Britain. And so, that was the end of that. All right, and so the other question is, like, say the South had, they let the South go, like, how long would they have kept slavery going? Um, I mean, no one knows for sure, but I guess Britain ended slavery in 1833. Um, I think almost everyone had ended slavery by 1861, which is when the Civil War started, except for Brazil, and I guess they were the last big country to do it, and they stopped in 1888, so... You know, maybe the South would have gone longer than Brazil. Maybe. Uh, but that's kind of, you know, somewhere around 1890 is probably when the South would have ended it on their own. I'm sure if you were a slave on a plantation and uh, getting raped by your white master or whatever, uh, you're like, I don't care how many millions of white Americans need to kill each other in a war. I want the hell out of here. And I wouldn't blame that person at all. And they're right. I think, unfortunately, they didn't really... Stuff didn't get that much better for black people in the south after the war i think it got better for a second and then it went back to like sharecropping which is basically the same thing you're whatever you're dirt poor and you're picking cotton all right so i looked up some stats to finish this off um a million americans died in the civil war uh two-thirds of that was army people and two-thirds of those was they died of disease and stuff like that wounds and disease but not shot and killed i don't know the numbers on this but it looks like a lot of what happened was you know they, they would gather people from all around and train them to be soldiers and those people would bring like you know smallpox and influenza and so as you're training your soldiers your soldiers were dying like before you even trained them and sent them off to fight they were already dying and that was a lot of how people died might make the Native Americans chuckle a little bit. And so while the first shot was fired by South Carolina, even though Lincoln made them do it, um, the South did some stuff before that that's not so savory. Uh, for four months leading up, so basically everyone knew a war was coming. For the four months leading up to uh, the start of the Civil War, they were going and like, uh, I don't know, maybe burning down 
you know, Union forts or what would have, what were about to be Union forts and maybe taking all the guns out of them. And they did that maybe like, maybe 10 times in various southern states. It's a little tricky when you know you're about to be in a war and your enemy has a base in your, in your country or whatever, in your state. Uh, you just leave it alone so that 200 years later the historians are going to speak more highly of you? Or do you go burn that sucker down? But I guess no shots were actually fired until Fort Sumter. So I couldn't find a good answer on this. But, you know, was the reason why the North decided to go to war with the South? Because they wanted to keep the Union together? Like, and that was just some highly moral thing to do? Or was it because the rich people in the North are like, you can't let the South go, you know, I got investments there, or whatever. Because apparently it wasn't to end slavery, so you got, uh, you got this kind of, like, it, it just doesn't explain anything. We've got to keep the Union together. Why do you have to keep the Union together? I guess Lincoln said that the country would go into anarchy if he didn't keep the Union together. But that kind of sounds like you're just keep coming up with a reason after the fact. Like, you decided, we're going to keep the Union together. The real reason, we can't talk about it. And I'll say, oh, because anarchy. But I don't know. I mean, Lincoln, maybe he just really felt that if the South left, that, uh, who knows, the West would leave or something like that. I'm just going to throw this in here. The uh, thing I saw said the Emancipation Proclamation was to keep Europe from joining in. Like, Europe did not like slavery. And as soon as... Lincoln freed the slaves, everyone in Europe was like, oh my god, we can't join the South, because now this is a fight over slavery, not a fight over, you know, s s whatever, a fight over something else. And apparently, Lincoln, he didn't like slavery, but he felt that, whatever, he wanted to abide by the Constitution, and the Constitution didn't outlaw it. So he wasn't going to outlaw it himself. Until he did, because it was needed for uh, the war.